God has great things for her and for those that are here that are attending. You guys are so blessed. I was a, I still am a member, but I'm a member in Arizona. And I miss you guys tremendously. It's hard. I've been looking for a church, and I haven't found the church that I felt the moment that I walked in here broken. And when I walked in here, I felt the love, the love of God and the love that God puts through them that they shared with me. And I've been here since then. So I'm just thankful. Count your blessings that you are part of this church. But quickly, a testimony is... God can restore, you know, you, for those women here that have had relationships and that have left tremendous scars in your heart, God can heal them. I'm a living testimony of that today. I was married at one time real quickly. I was married for many years. And after many years of marriage, one day my life fell apart when I found out that my husband was married to another woman. And I didn't know that. I didn't know he was married ever. I found out my marriage was non-existent. I had a home. We were serving the Lord. I thought I was living the perfect world. And everything in one day came down. I was so broken. I didn't think I was past repairing. And I was bitter and I was angry. I remember going to church one day and I had to surrender it to God. I had to truly surrender it to God and say, I don't want to be this broken woman. I don't want to live unforgiving and and broken. I couldn't do it on my own strength. And it was until I surrendered it to God. And I went up there with all my heart. And I said, God, this cross is too hard for me to carry. And he gave me a heart of forgiveness. And I was able to forgive my ex-husband or ex, whatever he was at that point. In my heart, he was my husband. But legalistically, he wasn't. And I was able to forgive him. Because I know it was God. Because if it wasn't for God. I couldn't have done it. I'm a good person, but I'm not, I didn't have that much forgiveness to be able to forgive him. God gave me a heart of forgiveness. I was able to stay there, not with him, but I became his friend. I took care of him because he became very ill, and I was there. And we had a relationship, not a marital relationship, but a relationship of forgiveness and healing. He passed away, and I'm thankful that God, he passed away forgiven. I said, it's not me that you have to ask for forgiveness. I've already... It's God. If you get, are right with God and whatever happens at this point, I'm okay. He did. He got himself right with God. And I know he loved the Lord. And he died and he was forgiven. So I know in my heart that he's in heaven and I'm thankful for that. That's not for me to judge. Then God quickly brought me, not quickly, but I spent eight years thinking, what am I going to do at almost 60 years old? What am I going to do? I don't want to open up my heart again. And I st what I stated is I stayed close to God. There was times where I held on by the tips of my fingers, but I never let go. I never let go, and God never let me go. And because of his love, he brought things in my life that I never thought were possible. He gave me a heart to be able to fall in love again. And I wasn't going to say it wasn't easy. My husband Carl is out there. And I was afraid. I was afraid to let him in. I was afraid. I let him get close. I knew Carl 30 years ago. He was my boyfriend before the marriage that I thought was married. He was my boyfriend. We were young. We were dumb. We were in love, but we didn't know how to embrace the love that we had. We went our own ways, and I lived for many years with regret, always wondering, always what could have, what should have been. 
my mom even knew. She says, Carl was the love of your life. And I used to say, why do you always talk about Carl? But she did. But um, 30 years later, he brought him back into my life. <sighs> and uh, he's still the same man, even better. And God has put us together. We got married. We took a covenant of love. And we got married uh, October 16th, uh, be just a little over a year. Did I think it was possible? Not in a million years. And not as God only stopped there, but he continues to bless me. I don't know. Just so thankful. We moved to Arizona. I took a chance to move to Arizona. It was hard for me to leave my church family, my friends, my grandchildren. But I did. I took covenant and married Carl, and I left to get to Arizona. And God brought my daughter to me. And my grandchildren, everybody that knows me knows how much I love my grandchildren. I didn't even have to raise an eyebrow. I moved in January 1st, New Year's Day. In March, my daughter came. In April, she was living in my home. Not only did he bring her in my home, but he brought her in my home to restore my relationship. I wasn't a perfect mom. I, I wouldn't know God. I didn't do everything right. None of us have, I don't believe. But he gave me that opportunity to use those four or five months that she lived with us to restore our relationship in a place that I never thought could be restored. This is the God that I serve. Yes, and then he brought my grandchildren there. She came to Arizona, and she went to Costco just to go to Costco. And there, there was a position, not just a position, but a supervisor's position. And she applied, and I'm thinking, mm, what did she do? She got the job. So she moved to, to Arizona. So now my grandchildren live there. My sister Diane and her husband moved there. God is just continuing to build. And then just recently we, we uh, got our home. You know, I lost my home. I lost what I thought it was marriage. I lost a lot. But what, what God did for me, he restored so much more. He gave me a man that I can trust and that I can love. But most of all, that loves God. Not just any man. He gave me a man that loves God. He's not perfect, neither am I, but we, we serve the Lord together. And he gave us a home recently. We moved into our home like two weeks ago. Not just in a brand new home. I built from the ground up like he did for me. He built me from the ground up again, and he brought me back up. And he gave me the best. You know, I'm just so blessed to be here today, to be a part of this Connection Church. So I'm encouraging you women continue to pray. The prayer line is powerful. I encourage you guys, encourage you to get on that prayer line. Even if you don't pray, just listen and intercede. You will be blessed and you will see what God can do. God can move the mountains and, and change your life. He did it for me. He can do it for you. So stay encouraged. Those that are struggling in their relationships, pray, intercede for your husbands, for your relationships. And don't look at the mountains. Look at what God has because he's faithful and, and he's just to, to give you all the desires of your heart. Thank you for the time that you've given me to listen. And I just thank you. We are so proud of her. Woo, Woo what God is doing, huh? I remember when she came, she couldn't stop crying. And how God was changing and transforming like he does. It's so, he's such a gentleman. He does it so well and so soft. And he, is, he does perfect jobs. Okay. Sister Laura Cisneros is going to share a little another testimony. And then Sister Carrie Wells is going to share another little testimony. 
I'm sorry about my voice, which is well, and my accent, which is is unique. laughing because I thought, oh, she forgot because I thought you usually speak like before the, the, the messages and stuff. But I was thinking, oh, gosh, I think she forgot. So, but I didn't know it was this part. <laughs> so now I was like, I was all ready to just let's go home now. But no, I think God, it's, it's all, you know, God always has like uh, such a time as this because um, first of all, I'm so blessed to be here. I'm so blessed. I have my two daughter-in-laws. That's what a blessing that they're here with me. Just right. <laughs> My boys have two daughter-in-laws that came with me today. And um, when Sister Julia said, you have something, you know, share how good God is. But to me, I'm not, I haven't met a lot of famous people like you and like her. But my famous person is God. Yeah. Because you know what? He's been so good to me, my family, my kids. You know, he's just an amazing God. He's been faithful Um I could keep you guys here all day <laughs> if I could just share with how good God, how God has just um, miracle, miracles after miracles. You know, like she said, my husband's Pastor Albert, and starting with him, you know, he was, I met him, I met him in April. We got married four months later. <laughs> you know, he, he came out of prison, so I didn't know what to expect, you know, and not knowing that one day he was going to be an evangelist. You know, here I thought my whole family was saying, you guys are not going to last. You know, he was very abusive when he came out of prison. You know, that mentality, all they have is, you know, um, pride. And, and you're not going to tell me nothing. Nobody can tell me. So it was, it was like the first two years, I was, it was an abusive. And, but when God got a hold of him, it's like it, he just threw everything out the door. And, no, he, we didn't change right, right there. But I knew that God had touched him because he, he, his words were uh, more caring and more loving and you know it wasn't just that I was what do they say when they have when you're like their possession so it wasn't that anymore but I knew that God had done something when he touched him and now we've been married 42 years you know <laughs> when my whole family thought you guys are not gonna last you guys he, he'll end up back in prison or you'll, you'll say something's gonna happen you know but God is a good God and he just those that, you know, you were still praying. You guys are still praying for your husbands, your kids, your, you know, your, um, there's just family out there. You're still praying for them. Don't stop praying. Don't ever stop praying. God is faithful. And even for, um, there's children. I had seven children. I have seven children, and we fostered three. So we had ten kids at home at once. And that was only, thank God, the grace of God, because, you know, I didn't know what I was doing with seven and then give me three more. But you know what? God kept us. He provided. I, t I always tell my kids, you know, we're not living out in the streets like other people. You know, we're not, we're not hungry like other people. You know, God has always met our needs, faithful, providing um, finances. You know, we have a home. We have cars. We have jobs. And all of that is all under God's covering. God is the one that blesses, and God is the one that's always faithful to us. And no matter what, like the times that we think, sometimes I, you know, me, it would even say, God, are you listening? You know, why is it taking so long? You know, why? You know, why is this happening? And why? And I remember when my daughter passed away. <coughs> um, I had a daughter. She passed away. It's going to be 12 years, but. We didn't cry, you know, we didn't, we weren't crying all the time. You know, of course it cried when it hurts so bad, but 
people were coming up to me and say, God, you guys are the strongest people we know. You know, this happened to you and that happened. You know, people that knew it. And I go, yeah, but you know what? Um, strong people still hurt. And it was because I was hurting, but then the reason I wasn't, they weren't seeing that is because of God. You know, God just kept me to where to be that, not on a testimony or anything, but just to know the peace of God, to know the peace of God that when you go through things, the peace of God is always still going to be there. And like I said, don't ever stop praying for, you know, the things. God is hearing you. God, he, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So he's always right there with you. And you just have to remember that he's there because we tend to forget. So, but you've got to remember that he's always there. And the leadership here, you know, we've become great past, I mean, friends with um, Pastor Julian, Pastor Art. My husband loves Pastor Art, you know, and we just, um, every co- that's what it is. It's a connection with this church, and that's got the perfect, perfect uh, title for this church. Because you just connect with them, and, you know, they're loving, they're humbling, they're, they're so um, just welcoming, hospi- hospital, hospitality, hospitality. Hospitality, <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I thank God. I thank God for them. And like I said, um, thank you. I I really needed this. You know, we we used to have them with New Harvest. You know, we used to have them like every month, women's bread breakings. You know, men's fellowship. But I miss these. So I thank God for this, just to come and, and share and and meet and just get together with the women of God. And you know, I appreciate you inviting me. And thank you guys all so much. We love you guys. Amen. Amen. What a beautiful testimony. And you know, for us, it's a special place because I don't know, the enemy always wants to hurt us, you know, as being pastor's wife, but it's all is well, right? Sister Kennedy, come on. So Sister but sister Laura comes from Bakersfield. Where are you coming from? Tell us. <laughs> you could take the the, no, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to, that was my old man, I was going to say, the hood out the girl, but you can't take the hood out the home girl, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> sister, I'm going to keep it real, like my sister up here in the front, I want to thank, uh, first and foremost, the, the mother of this house, she's such a mother in the spirit, come on ladies, let's give it up for her today, she's done a phenomenal job putting this together, and I feel the honor and the privilege what she doesn't know, though, is that we came out to the picnic because we're on the connection line. My name is Karate Wells, my beautiful husband right there, Andrew Wells, the Wedito Lindo, I call him. Anyway, that's a private story, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm all flustered. Okay, honey, see? Make me still blush, you know? <laughs> well, um, we went to the barbecue, and the beautiful thing is, is that we kind of got there a little bit late. That's how we roll. We got a two-year-old, little Mr. John River next door. And so sometimes we want to be on time, but we're packing a bag. We're grabbing a snack. We're getting his yogurt. It's, it's kind of chaotic still right now in our home. And she asked us at the, when we came to the barbecue, she goes, Crotty, um, would you, are you going to come to the women's event? I wasn't sure, remember? And I said, I'm not sure. We're going to Disneyland the day before. It might be a little crazy. I didn't know I had to work today. So I was like, I'm not sure. And so she said, sister, would you share a small little testimony, like a little testimonial, right? But what she doesn't know is that a few days prior, I was in my car going home from work, uh, going home from a women's event. And I was kind of crying out to the Lord because I was having like a moment, almost like a Jonah moment where I wanted to run away from the call of God in my life. And I was really like, Lord, you're calling me to do these things that I really don't know what they are. I don't, I can't see myself always doing the things that you show me. 
But God, if it's really real, and if you really want me to share my testimony and be a woman of God that you've called me to be, I'm going to pastoral school. I'm doing all the things you've asked me to do. But God, just open up the doors for me to speak, to share my testimony. So she doesn't know that by her obedience to say, hey, Cardi, would you just share a quick little testimony that she was actually answering a prayer that I had asked the Lord about. And I said, God, if this is really what you want, if this is really what you want me to do, you'll open the doors. Not only did she ask me, but then they started asking me to host icebreakers at our church. It was like almost in line. And so I, I just I'll say that all to say that you have no idea that as I'm crying out to the Lord saying, God, I surrender everything I have, everything I am, it's all for you, that you're on the other side being an obedient woman, a God who not only does everything he tells you to do, but you also are prompted by the spirit to ask us, to just tap us on the shoulder, just share your story, right, with others. And I'm just so honored. And so God gave me a quick little, little, little message to bring. And I kept saying, God, what do you want me to share? Because Sister Julia had told me something that she says, pray about it. Let the Holy Spirit tell you. Remember you said that? So I was like, God, what do you want me to share with the beautiful woman of Connection Church in the conference? And God said, share about your obedience to me. And I was like, dang, that's deep, Jesus. So ladies, tonight I just want to say, where are the women of God at? Because come on, it's 3 o'clock, 3.30. Where are the women of God in this house? Come on, ladies. Come on. Let the devil know you're awake today. Let the devil know you're awake today. Because God called me to tell you today. God's calling you to into obedience. And let me just tell you, we all got a testimony. And if you knew my story, you, the devil would have thought he won. He would have put a victory sign over me. But you know what? God's not done with me yet. I want to tell you like this, ladies. I went from being a young girl. I came from Nicaragua. We, we, we migrated over here um, from Nicaragua over here. So I'm from another country. I was born there. Um, and... And long story short, my mom moved to the United States. My dad left my mom. We went through a divorce. My mom struggled with mental illness when I was a young girl. I was molested as a young girl. I went through so much that I went and ended up in a foster home. I ran away from home. I was on probation by the time I was 13 years old. And I thought, you know, I was just angry at the world. I was so frustrated. I, had, I felt every right and entitled to be angry at everybody and everything. And I just thought, come on, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know my struggle. You don't know what's happened to me. You don't know the things I've seen. You don't know the things I've done. You know, and I just had this like bad little attitude. But you know what? You want to know the beautiful thing about God and the goodness of God is that that little lost karate, that hurt karate, that broken karate is not that same karate today because God is restored, healed, redeemed. And God was using me at the age of 15 years old. I was, I ran away from home. I was rescued by my, at that time was my youth leader who came and picked me up from the streets. I was living with some gangbanger. I was raped. Um, my first time was not by choice. It was taken from me by this man. Then he took me to this house where it was like they had guns and it was all violence. And I almost lost my life. And God said, I have a plan for you, daughter. And so he told me, call this person. I called this person. They took me out of that place. I then went to this um, home with them and I went back home. I was on the run at the time. I went back home and fast forward, I started speaking as a 15 year old girl. I'd go to churches, I'd go to fairs, I'd go to carnivals, I'd go do things. But God was asking me to share the things that he was bringing me out of. And then I got caught up with the wrong guy. I stayed in a really bad relationship, but I brought three beautiful children into the world. I was married. I was abused. He cheated on me. He lied to me. He mistreated me. He abused me. He took my trust. He stepped all over my faith. He took advantage of me. But you know what? God said, I'm not done, sister. I'm not done with you. So I try to love that man. I try to be that woman, try to love that man through it. But God had a call in my life. A neighbor invited me. I surrendered my life to the Lord. I gave my life to Christ. And I said, God, I'm, I want to be all in for you, Jesus. 
And I was became that all in for Jesus person. Out of that obedience, I started serving. I started leading in our church, my first church. I started loving the Lord. I started pursuing the Lord with everything I got. And then I went through a divorce. And I thought, game over, Karate. Now you got divorce say over your name. Now you really can't do the things that God's calling you to do. But that was the devil lying to me again, saying, you can't go do what you're called to do. You can't be that woman of God. You can't be a preacher. You can't be a pastor. You're going through a divorce right now. God said, no, 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 daughter. I want you to go back to school educate yourself, commit your life to me, and do all the things that I've called you to do. So I'm here to tell you, ladies, that somebody in this place has a dream, has a vision, has a calling in their life, and you think the things that have happened to you, the things that you've done, have counted you out, but God says you're in because I say you're in. You're in the game because I want you in the game, and God's not done, and I just want to tell you that when I pursued the Lord with all my heart, he brought forth everything that I ever desired, dreamed of, and thought I could never have. A man of God, just like our sisters have all shared today, some of our sisters shared about the man of God. God brought me a beautiful man of God to love. I said, God, how can I ever love again? The man that I was with said, you're too fat. You're too ugly. Nobody's going to watch you, karate. I said, the devil's a liar. I'm a woman of God. I know who I am. You could get to bags and get to stepping because I know where I'm going. I'm going with Jesus wherever he calls me to go. And he brought this beautiful man into my life to do it. And now, in two years, we got married. We, we, got, we got married. We had a house. We got a house. We, had a we got a baby. Wait, wait. We got married. I'm saying that in order. We got married. We had a baby. We got a house. We did it in order, God's way. And you know what? Here we are to testify that God restores, redeems, give back time, gives back everything you've ever lost because God loves us. And he said, daughter, you're not out. You're a daughter of the king. Know who you are. Know who you are in him. You can do all things, ladies. So I'm here to tell you tonight, be obedient. Follow the call of God. There's a call in your life. Some of you are on the bench. Some of you aren't in the game. God's saying get in the game. Whatever title they put over you, you use it for his glory. You give him all the glory. And I promise you, ladies, that one thing I've all, that I've learned in my walk with the Lord is you can never, you can never ever, ever outdo God because God will show up again and again and again. I went from payday loan to getting a home. Come on, ladies. That's the God we serve. Promotion, favor, doors open, everything you want. You can have it if you come to the Lord. But remember this, always give him glory. Always keep your eyes on Jesus. You want that man? Put your eyes on Jesus because I didn't think that that man existed. I didn't know he was there. But God, my eyes were on the Lord. He was my husband. He was my first love. He still is. My husband's number one here on earth, but God's my number one in my heart, ladies. And I'm telling you like this, my husband's not fighting for that position. Pray for the man that you're looking for, for the single ladies in the house. I just feel to say this. If there's some single ladies in the house, if you're older in your years, if you're younger in yours, it doesn't matter. Wherever you're at in your season, it's never too late with God. It is never too late with God. And I just want to thank you guys all because, you know what, at the end of the day, God gave me one verse for you guys. And I hope I did five minutes because I said, God, I'm going to do my best to do this as fast as I can. <laughs> so the Lord said, Karate, you will have to make min um, impact in minutes. And so when you said a couple minutes, I said five minutes of fuego. That's what I'm going to bring today. <laughs> so let me just um, give you the verse. The verse that um, God gave me today, this morning, and as I was preparing, because as we prayed earlier, um, <clears throat> as we prayed earlier, God just kept putting this verse in my heart, and it's Psalms 34, 18. My phone will cooperate. The Lord is close to those who are brokenhearted, and he delivers those whose spirit has been crushed. The Lord is right unto them. They are in all, I'm sorry, he is right, the Lord is in, oh, I think it, uh, 
let me just back up. Psalms 34, 18, ladies, just keep this part in your heart because this is the part I kept hearing over and over. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he delivers those whose spirit has been crushed. In my moment of all the things that I had gone through, when I first got married with Andrew, I wrote this. Um, along with things that God's called me to do, he's also called me to write some things. And I started writing. Um, it's called Spoken Word. And I wrote this. And this is what I'm going to leave you with, ladies. How long will I listen to the voice of a stranger? Truly, I tell you, there's no joy that resides in me. When I release the lies that have tormented me from the inside out, they destroy me, robbing me of the very joy, the very joy the Lord has called out from inside of me. Truly, my father has a plan for me. So why do I listen to the devil's insanity? Today, I cast out every dark thought ever released over me and release the spirit of God to flow freely through me. I cast every lie down and out of me and replace it with my true identity. Beloved, adored, precious daughter of the king. No one can remove that title from me. I now know my identity. Watch out, devil, stand down to thee. For my, for my father has the true victory and the life and the lies and, the, and he lives inside of me, no longer a victim of my past. You see, watch out, world, this daughter's been set free. Hallelujah. And you are free too, okay? You are all free too. One of the things she said that I love is, I know who I am in Christ. That's what we need to know. That's what we need to know, who we are in Christ. And know that he died for each and every one of you. Don't forget about that. Don't forget the way he died for you. And start living the, word, the, the life that he, want, he wanted you to live. Amen? And a life of obedience. Obedience is much better than sacrifice. Amen? Thank you so much, everyone, for coming. Um, I'm going to ask my husband to bless us with this song. You can all leave. You can all stay. Thank you for coming. Thank you for the testimonies. You are a blessing. You are loved. And I love you. Thank you so much.